Welcome to the Marketing Powers Podcast. I'm your host, Mkwemba Mangangu, and I'm joined by my co-host, Grace Gondwe. We're both marketing enthusiasts with a passion for sharing our knowledge and insights with you. This podcast is designed to equip our listeners with the information they need to excel at marketing in their different spaces. Our aim is to bring marketing home. With that said, let's delve into today's episode. Hi, Mkwemba. Hi, Grace. How are you doing? I am good. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. High energy. Ah, <laughs> as usual. Always, always. <laughs> uh, me, I'm dead. Uh, I'm dead. I'm dead. The week, the week has won. Uh, I'm just like, let's 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 move on. Yes, and coming from the person who's always like, you're about to check out already. <laughs> let's let's close the week. Look at me now. Look at you now. <laughs> Look at me now. How the tables have turned. How the tables have turned. Anyway, uh, ready for a good conversation today? As usual. Uh, just get into all the nuggets we've this, laid out for today. and uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, after we introduced ourselves last week. <laughs> and uh, just said who we are. Um, we're ready to get into the specifics. I mean, what we are trying to do, obviously, like we said last week, is uh, get into the nitty gritties of marketing. You know, get give people an understanding of exactly what it is. So that is what we are getting to into today's episode. Yes. So we obviously, in as much as we want to get into the conversation <laughs> of uh, marketing and uh, everything that comes with it. Mm-hmm we also realize we need to start at the base. So what does our foundation look like now? Exactly. Because we are not going to make the assumption that everyone understands what uh, marketing is. Exactly. And uh, also coming from the perspective of where, from some of our previous uh, conversations, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about how people perceive marketing. Mm -hmm. And so to start from what is marketing, Mm -hmm. why is marketing important? Mm -hmm. And uh, just let people understand that so we can just lay some groundwork so that when we start getting into all these conversations that will go uh, into. deeper into the in the future, yeah. uh, people already have uh, a baseline of, okay, this is where we're starting from. Yeah. So how do you define marketing? How do you define marketing? Oh, so... We've decided to start off every podcast exactly, with that question. <laughs> with that question. Yeah. So for all guests mm-hmm. that will come in the future, please uh, take note and yeah. be ready to be asked this, this one, this, this, this one particular question. So we want to know how do you define marketing and how, how did you know, just how did you get into marketing the marketing space, space. Yep. Uh, itself? So for me, Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to something. Honestly, I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but there's the way he put it. I might not say it uh, word for exactly. word yeah. exactly, but I feel like it's it stuck with me, and uh, that's how I'd love to define marketing from now on mm-hmm. uh, going forward. So he defines marketing as work that matters for people who care. It's the match between what we build and what the market will embrace. It's just, you didn't say it. Was the drum roll supposed to be before that? <laughs> like, what, what's the sound? Like, whoosh, mind blown. <laughs> I think I would like for us to just like talk about some of the specifics. Okay. Uh, like, just break it down. You know, I think there's two or three parts to that. Okay. Uh, because I, I feel like that's a really, really good definition that captures a lot of what the essence of marketing is. Yes. So, just that first part, 
Okay, so we'll start with the first part being marketing is work that matters. Right. Creating value. Yes. So the whole point is what value creation mm-hmm. uh, is is happening mm-hmm. in the space you're in right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've already as talked about how marketing is important mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this this is what's uh, bringing this out from this uh, mm-hmm. definition of marketing yes. the, the first part is we're doing work that actually matters it has value it's important yes yes, mm-hmm. yes. we go to our second part mm-hmm. which goes for for people who care mm-hmm. and i feel like that's where we at certain points get it wrong mm-hmm. and uh, where marketers sometimes uh you you have people pointing fingers at us for you know uh overdoing things or you know is it is it justified mm. do certain people actually need these yes. things yes is there value in it, this exactly it's the conversation about um market segmentation yes. right who is your target audience um okay you are creating this valuable work but for whom are you creating this valuable work and it's very very important to identify who that is so that you don't waste resources creating things that then nobody wants at the end of the day that's a really really good one exactly exactly so hinging all on our value proposition mm-hmm. it has to have value mm-hmm. and uh i mean bringing it bring it home like even when we give uh, certain examples just to make it clear to certain people mm-hmm. Um if you say you're in a relationship mm-hmm. okay uh any kind of your friends or you're actually dating someone romantic relationships are the examples that work just okay. say let's let's go the ones romantic that... relationships <laughs> <laughs> examples Those are that the work examples people like ones people remember <laughs> yes. okay so you've got romantic relationships mm-hmm. um it comes it's it's valentines mm-hmm. you understand who your partner is mm-hmm. and because of that you're going to go and get a gift that resonates with them yes Okay so I cannot go today and decide okay everyone sells teddy bears mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day and start from there and decide you know what I am I'm buying her a teddy bear for yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day yeah. she's going to look at my wife is going to look at me and go I don't uh, even I'm not uh, what even, am I going to do it, I'm not into for me or it's for okay <laughs> exactly who yeah. is this for are you yeah. sure it was it was for me mm-hmm. so at that point you acknowledge, we acknowledge that uh she's not going to see value in the gift she's received. Exactly. Okay, so and that's where it goes back to you. Mm-hmm. Is the person you're doing it for mm-hmm. going to see the value of what it is you're doing? Mm-hmm. Have Does you it, have you tried to ask them exactly what it is that they want? Exactly. And yeah. and that's the thing with with marketing, even when we go into a space, the first thing obviously we need to have a, a clear understanding of customers' needs and wants. Yeah. and well in this case being uh, our romantic partners yes. and understanding you know what what is it that works for them and what is it that doesn't mm-hmm. in my case mm-hmm. i would have to go and actually buy if i bought jewelry a, a nice watch or some earrings mm-hmm. that would be like wow okay yes, you, you you did it. it you nailed it if i if successfully <laughs> satisfied the customer exactly <laughs> if i do the opposite it's mm-hmm. like okay who is this for yeah exactly Mm-hmm. So that I think that just now for us mm-hmm. breaks down that definition of uh work that matters for people, for people who, care. who care. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the last part then we go to it's a match between what we will build mm-hmm. and what the market will embrace. Mm-hmm. That's 
that's that profitability bit. Yes. Right? Uh, yes, we're creating value. Yes, we know that there's a, uh, uh, people who care about the value that we're creating, but is there profitability? Right? When we create this service, when we create this product, is there somebody in the market who's willing to pay for this service? Because at the end of the day, it's about the kaching <laughs> Exactly. You need to get something out of it, just mm-hmm. like you said, uh, mm-hmm. especially depending on because even when we look at the model process of marketing, mm-hmm. at the end of everything we do, mm-hmm. we now need to capture value from our customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's a value exchange. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So at some point, we need to get something out of it because we need to keep our lights on. Mm-hmm. So does now you look at the point of where we're talking about does the market embrace mm-hmm. uh, what we are bringing? We're providing it, and of course depending on your definition and when we say market obviously it's not it's not a th- everyone Mm-mm. so this goes back to your earlier statement when mm-hmm. you talked about segmentation mm-hmm. so who exactly mm-hmm. how are we are we targeting this so together. that the people we are targeting becomes uh, our, our market, market. Yeah. are we targeting uh, women between 65 mm-hmm. and 80 for mm-hmm. a particular reason, mm-hmm. that's our market. And mm-hmm. that's who we hope will embrace mm-hmm. what it is and bring value back to us, to us as, well. uh, as a company. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, really good definition. Uh, that's a really good definition. I don't know if I have anything. No. I don't no, know. No. I don't, how, do, how do I follow that? <laughs> how do I follow that? Right? Um, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll try. Okay, please. <laughs> Um, you know, for me, um, what, when somebody asks what it is, the most, uh, simple definition, I can't remember which textbook, honestly, that, that this definition is from, but it's not mine. It's not mine. I, I don't want to take credit for it. It's marketing is about, uh, identifying and satisfying customer needs. Yes profitably yes right yes and really it's just a mirror of what you were saying right is um sitting down and saying um what needs are there in the market you know before i go into that uh, even more i like that definition because it then brings the other dimensions of business as well yes so when you talk about identifying uh, uh the needs uh, in the market you're going into an entrepreneurial mind, yeah. right? You're thinking, what are the gaps in the market, right? What solutions can I bring to the gaps in the market? And uh, uh, how can I create value that then when we take to market, will that gaps thing that you mentioned yes. satisfy customer needs, yes. right? Uh, so I'm not just coming up with something from the from the blues, yeah. I'm thinking about what needs are there. How can I meet those needs when I take them to market? Will there be anybody ready to pay you know, money, will there be anybody ready to exchange value for this service that I'm providing? And ultimately, can we make a profit? So for me, that's at the most simple, you know, what marketing is about. And I feel like that captures all of the different dimensions. Um, You know, whatever conversation you decide to have, you know, somehow is captured somewhere in that definition. All those things. Mm -hmm. So yes, anyway, and like you said, uh, the importance of even just if you go back to the marketing philosophy, mm-hmm. uh, everything we do in in marketing essentially mm-hmm. should have an uh, outward in approach. Mm-hmm. So that's customer centric. Exactly. Yeah. So we are customer centric. We 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 don't just create products and decide people are going to buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go outside first mm-hmm. and find out what do people want. Mm-hmm. 
And once we have that uh, answer, we come back mm-hmm. and create uh, create the product mm-hmm. that the customers will then buy mm-hmm. because they want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, just uh, just a thought that I had um, when you're talking about uh, identifying what customer needs, and this is something that um, in conversations around marketing, sometimes it's like you people are creating products and it's like you're just getting people to spend money and uh, the element of demand creation and sometimes meeting needs that people don't even know they have. Yes. You know what I mean? Like uh, whether it's an experience or a product in itself, it requires sometimes out of the box thinking and, you know, coming up with something that is like, oh, okay, I didn't even know that this is something that could have had value yes. um, or something that could have made my life better. But it's, again, like I was saying, that entrepreneurial mind that then goes hand in hand with marketing and then, you know, creates experiences and products for our customers too. For customers, yes. Anyway, like, and just like going back to the demand aspect of it as well, mm-hmm. Um if you think of even different, say, airlines, uh, multi-choice, for instance, mm-hmm. yeah, you have different bouquets. Mm-hmm. So that comes also from the aspect of understanding uh, what maybe the customers have said. And with that in mind, say, for instance, now I'd like to believe lots of people will pay for DSTV mm-hmm. and will pay for a particular bouquet that is enough to just capture the soccer aspect of it. Yes. And because there are certain places, uh, say maybe it's it's a bar mm-hmm. or something like that, where I do not see why they would pay for a full, for bouquet. A full bouquet. Yeah. Okay. They would then feel, okay, it's it's enough for me to just pay for sports because yeah. when people are drinking, they're not watching movies. No, no, no. They, they just sports. want... Sports. Yes, yeah. it's a sports vibe. Mm-hmm. And depending on the type of sport, obviously, if you're into the more elite, like Formula One type mm-hmm. of sports, you're, you're going to pay a higher package. And yeah. if you're just watching uh, soccer, yeah. yes, you you have a lower... So there's a yeah. package for everyone depending on what works what they want. for you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that, at least we, we capture that aspect of uh, satisfying the customer's needs in that vein. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my definition of marketing. No, your definition is clear. <laughs> and even before we we, we go far, uh-huh. actually, there's a question you need to answer now. Okay. And I want to go into how did you get into marketing in the first place? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Um, so... I think we mentioned last week that we were in university together. We were yes. in university together. We were actually in the same class. Yes. And Mukumba um, was this annoying guy who, you know, just used to make noise in class and I was, you know, this focused, serious student. Until he influenced me. So, you know, I'm a young girl going to the Cooper Belt University, you know, applying uh, for programs. And I get into this program at the Cooper Belt University in the Faculty of Business. And it's uh, foundation years. Um, so really, when I was going to CBU, I applied to go and do uh, business administration. Okay. Right? Okay. I came to CBU wanting to get a, a degree in business administration and went into it and got into the mix of it and discovered, you remember how the program was? Yes. Uh, the foundation years, it was the business administration guys, the uh, marketing accounting. guys, and the accounting guys, right? So we were, you know, it was basically like 
non quota for the University of Zambia. The way the University of Zambia have non quota, but it was for like those three business programs. So we did those first two years and we had like foundation courses and marketing was one of the foundation courses. Principles of marketing was one of the foundation courses that we did, I think at second year. And so I did my first year, did my second year, and I did that course and really just fell in love with the you know, the concept of marketing and all of that, all of what it entailed. And I remember having a conversation with my mother at the end of the year and just being like, you know what, I've been doing this course and I feel like this is what I want to spend, you know, the rest of my academic career, quote unquote, and even my life doing uh, because it just, you know, just doing the module and seeing what it was about just kind of caught my attention. And essentially, um, what really got me about it is how dynamic it is, right? Marketing is a very, very dynamic space. You know, it's, I think we touched on this last week. There's hardly any space um, in, in, in business, at least where you go, where you won't need some principle or another of marketing to be applied. You know, yes. you're selling, that's marketing. You're advertising, that's marketing. You know, all of these different things, you know, that go on in, in business, there is some element of marketing that is required. Yes. So it was really going to university and doing that foundation, you know, marketing module um, that made me think, hey, maybe this is something that I can, you know, it aligned with kind of my personality, my interests. And uh, I hated math. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it just so happened that yeah. the marketing stream had fewer math courses. Yes. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to do any more math. So and I like this. So let yes. me go this way. So really that's that's my 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 story of how I ended up. That's how your journey started. Yeah. So you decided while at university that yes. this is what you're going to this do. This is what I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well <laughs> on the flip side. Yeah. Um I would like to think of myself as uh from uh, my uh, early stages in life, mm-hmm. uh, being somewhat entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So if I had an opportunity, mm. I, would, I, would buy a, I would buy plastics yeah. and I would make ice blocks. Yeah. 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 So when you go for like a church program or anything yeah, like yes, that, really. and I would be selling. And yeah. before I knew it, I would just, I was one of those people, literally, yeah. I will put a, something on the gate and say, ice, ice blocks, blocks for, for sale. sale. Yeah. And, you know, have people mm-hmm. knocking and eventually you're like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Fine. Good. Uh, so it, it, that's something that uh, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while, and so I'll do it uh, every opportunity I get when mm-hmm. going to school. Mm-hmm. I would anyway. Let's just uh, we can call me naughty, or you can call me jacked up. <laughs> I would. Yes, I would let's uh, say jacked up for the purposes <laughs> of this conversation. For the purposes of this conversation. <laughs> let's call you street smart. Let's go with that. Yes. <laughs> so I would. Uh, I would go to the market, right? Mm-hmm. And there were all these chip things that were. They were, they were cheap mm-hmm. in the market. So mm-hmm. I would get them mm. and go with them to school. Mm. But for the purposes of this conversation, yes. let's just say the people I was going to school with were not street smart. <laughs> they were not. You know, mayadi, mayadi. They were book smart. <laughs> <laughs> they were book smart, but not street smart. <laughs> exactly. So you'll find that uh, if I go with these items, mm-hmm. uh, for, it was a big deal because now... Mm. 
everything they are used to buying, mm. they would go and have someone buy it for them. Yeah. So then I brought the aspect of, hey, look at this. Mm. I think it looks nice on you. Here's a bandana. Ah, Here's a, you know, yeah. I remember those bandanas. You yeah. towards in fashion on your wrist. It, exactly. Around your head. Yeah, those yes. are wrist, those are Nike ones, yes. the Puma ones you yeah. put on your wrist and uh-huh. your, yeah, the headband you mm-hmm. put on your head. I'm like, okay. And people were like into that stuff. So it stayed becoming cool and I would keep selling it. Mm-hmm. Another pivotal point, uh, if Tukia was here, I think he would have a, he'd probably be like, really? Because yeah. <laughs> I think he's got a, uh, a similar opinion. I yeah. don't know. Uh, <laughs> it goes to his journey, so yeah. I'm not stealing it from him. Yeah. Was growing up. So with, with this background that I've mentioned, mm-hmm. and then we have the aspect of uh, growing up and watching The Apprentice. Uh, yeah, I think it was Donald Trump, the apprentice, and he was uh, the host. And so yeah. obviously to have these businesses run, he would yeah. send people on different tasks yeah. and make sure. So for me, that was that was seemingly very interesting. Yeah. And when I looked at the options I had, mm-hmm. I figured, you know what? I'm going to do marketing. Yeah. And I feel like I came, I went to university with with that uh in mind That's already. It. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a really cool story. That's a really cool story. Um, I think you know we take for granted um how important some sometimes how important these backstories are, um, and how like those foundational things that then shape how we view the world and how we want to do, um, rather why we want to do the things that we want to do. Yes. And that's actually a very very important part of the marketing experience because there's a psychological aspect, yes. you know, um, to buying, buyer behavior, yes. you know, consumer behavior, all of those things. And I think that's why we wanted to just mention that because we know it's not it's not out of the blue. Yes. It's not out of the blue that someone will want to listen to this podcast. Yes. It's not out of the blue that someone will want to buy a product, you know, get a service from a particular service provider. And so that that background is always um, important. Uh, I think one thing that I didn't mention, though, is my father is actually a marketer. Really? Um, yeah, my father, uh, he's, he did a Chartered Institute of Marketing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's his background. Okay. However, he had no... You know, my parents kind of threw me in the deep end. Uh-huh. Like, what do you want to do? And I said, guys, what should I do? And they said, no, no, no. That's between you and God. <laughs> yes. That's your decision. Yes. You know, it's your choice to make. But like Loki, I think um, the conversations that I had with him, you know, the things that I saw him do, you know, just like you were saying, different like entrepreneurial ventures and, and stuff like that. And I think just in a, in a subtle way, you know, um, he... I think influenced my decision um, because I saw I saw what he was doing and how it aligned with me because of the way it shaped my like personality and my character yes. and you know who I am and, and 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 what I am today. So that's some background. Well, that's some, <laughs> some background information. So now, so now that we've uh, cleared, obviously. Uh, how we define marketing, mm-hmm. how we got into marketing. Mm-hmm. And now we can now look at uh, this uh, over picture of everything yeah. marketing uh, involves and how we, we will get into a lot of these specific conversations mm-hmm. and uh, bring it closer to home. Yeah. Um, so I think we've touched on how marketing is very dynamic and there's there's so many different aspects to it and so um just the next obviously the next few conversations will be touching on the different topics and stuff like that but um we'll try and just 
you know, touch on broadly, you know, some what we would call like major segments or, you know, if, if you are just now getting into marketing, we'll touch on some of the interesting titles or names or terms that you hear. You hear, um, yes. Um, just briefly touch on all of those and then we'll get into the specifics of it um, in, in future episodes. So okay. fundamentally, um, what are the first things? If someone is getting introduced to marketing, um, fundamentally, what are the first few three or four things that they're probably going to hear about uh, when they come to marketing. The four Ps. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of, what, what are you, is it marketing if you're not? <laughs> if you do not know what, don't the, know four what the four Ps, Ps are. are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the four Ps are very fundamental to marketing at its core. Mm-hmm. And so in as much as the world is changing mm-hmm. and uh, things, uh, everything around us is evolving. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for one reason or another, we still remain at the core with uh, the, the four Ps of marketing mm-hmm. because they still encapsulate everything mm-hmm. uh, that's going on even in those changes mm-hmm. at uh, a higher level. Mm-hmm. So what are these four Ps? Oh, you had me. Oh, okay. So when we're talking about the four Ps, <laughs> I thought you were carrying this on your shoulder. So when we talk about the four Ps, we're talking about price, uh, place, yes. uh, promotion, yes. and product, right? Yes. So whichever way you look at it, right? Um, these are like backbone things that can help shape your approach to marketing. So product, it can be a physical product, it can be a service. You know, it can be a service, it can be, um, um, you know, co- consulting services, you know, health yes. uh, services that you're providing. It can be if you're selling water, you yes. know, if you're selling clothing, that's your product. Your place is, uh, it can be the where for the service, right, where you're providing the service from. Um, it can be, if it's a physical product, how you're making uh, that product available, you know, what are the access points yes. that uh, customers and clients, where they can get your product from. Exactly. So the whole, even just distribution and everything yeah. involved. Funny enough, mm-hmm. uh, when the four Ps was created, was uh, first uh, proposed by, in 1960, by an individual called uh, Jerome McCarthy. Mm. Yes. The academic is now just... The academic is coming out. (laughs) So initially, he just put three Ps, Mm -hmm. which was uh, product, Mm -hmm. uh, price, and promotion. promotion. And then the third, uh, the fourth was distribution. So it was three Ps and one D. Mm -hmm. And at some point, it was now changed to Uh, place, place, make it four Ps, which was obviously, as we know it, uh, popularized by... The father of modern marketing, uh, Philip Kotler. Mukwemba's <laughs> bestie. Let's just, I th- you know what? I think when we need to make a tally for how many times Mukwemba mentions Philip Kotler in this episode. <laughs> Every time Mukwemba shouts out to Philip Kotler, uh, we should have a jar and he should put uh, uh, some money in the jar because the shout outs. <laughs> too much, too much. So, yeah. Anyway, so we have. Put out. You've talked about the price. Yes. We've talked about. Uh, no, you've, you've talked about place. Yes. And we've talked about the product. Yes. So yes. then, then price and promotion. Then we can. also have 
price. Uh, so obviously, price is what are you pricing? At, what are you pricing your product or service at? You know, and all this has a marketing component because uh, in many situations, we now acknowledge that price has a connotation it carries yeah. in the minds of consumers. Yes. So we find a very high price in certain situations. You have people automatically. You, there's an expectation that builds up yes. in the minds of consumers, saying whatever this is is high quality yes. based off the price. Based off the price, yeah. uh, and that's why you need to understand the pricing dynamic, mm-hmm. uh, the economical aspect of it, and mm-hmm. uh, basically everything that's going on also from your the consumer's perspective. Perspective, yes. Because if you just price it. Mm-hmm. You end up, without actually understanding what's going on and uh, where people's minds are at, you have people who can uh, stop coming to your to your establishment. And that's one of the problems we have in Zambia. You find someone who come in, oh, what's the price? Okay, I'll be coming. I'll be back. Let me go and withdraw. Let me go withdraw. And that's how they went. That's how they went, yeah. So I feel like it's important that we have that understanding of, you know, what's, uh, what is price and how are we doing it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in most companies mm-hmm. today, uh, pricing is, you find that it's done by the finance departments mm-hmm. and it's not done in conjunction with, with the marketers. Yeah. yeah. So you find the marketing department is left out of the price, uh, mm-hmm. the pricing component mm-hmm. of it, which uh, I feel should be revised. And yeah. very few people look at it from that aspect. Yeah. Uh, and something, you know, we should, obviously going forward, a lot of institutions should be able to look into. Yeah, it shouldn't be done arbitrarily. Uh, I think another aspect when you talk about price is, um, and I think we'll we'll, we'll touch on this a little bit um, when we, the next thing I think we're going to touch on is branding. Uh, But price has a, like you said, there are feelings that it evokes, right? And it can be... uh, uh, it, it should go hand in hand with your target marketing when you're creating your target marketing and doing your marketing segmentation, right? Uh, like you gave the example of um, multi-choice, right? Uh, they have different brackets, different offerings. Um, price is something that can be used to communicate exclusivity and um, just that premiumness, yes. right, in a product, right? So if you're looking at a certain bracket of individuals, a certain tax bracket. Yes, of course. <laughs> of individuals, right? Uh, sometimes they just won't buy a product if it's at a certain price point. Yes. You know, because um, there's something that they're wanting to communicate about themselves as people Yes, that buying something at a certain price point does not correlate with. Yes. So price is a very, it's a very, very important part of marketing strategy and it's very, very important to consider. And, and obviously you have to factor in cost of production and, you know, profitability and all of that. But it's very, very important to do it hand in hand, like you said, with your marketing department uh, because there's a um, there's a way that there, there's some psychological cues yes. that it communicates that um, uh, they have to align with, your, you know, your target market and they have to be aligned with your market segmentation strategy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 very clear. Mm-hmm. Then we have promotion, which mm-hmm. at this point is the heart of what everyone I'd like to believe knows marketing <laughs> from. It's yes. like that's what is at the forefront. Yes. Of a people. lot of times. Yes, yes of mm-hmm. uh, what marketing is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because now this is talking about the communications mm-hmm. we receive, the messaging, mm-hmm. and uh, everything of of that nature. Yeah. The advertising. Yes. 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 And 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 as a as a woman, 
um uh it's a lot of the sales strategies the buy one get one free yes. the 30% discount and we are the ones who are Let's known speak to, to you <laughs> We are the ones who are known to be to be captured yes. by those <laughs> by those uh, strategies and techniques. Um, well, going back to your example of romantic relationships, those are <laughs> the promotional strategies. Yes. These these individuals are coming yeah, coming with <laughs> the promotional strategies that they create, and 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 it's very interesting. I mean, when you look at promotion, um, there are actually products and services that um, are. A lot of times, the buyer and the consumer are two different people. Yes. You know, the buyer and the consumer are two different people. And as a marketer, those are things that you need to factor in. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I I'm I like going to East Parkmo. East Parkmo is like the, the, the best one in Osaka, if you ask me. Uh-huh. Um, I hope they hear this. <laughs> Wouldn't mind uh, sponsorship. <laughs> <your> sponsorship. <Please. laughs> East Park management, if you are listening to this. So I like I like the, the vibes okay. all right, at East Park Mall. So there's a man who, he's a vendor, right? And, okay. um, you know, he sells toys. Okay. Okay, he sells toys. And he'll come into the store and he'll have his little bag and, you know, these little, like, you know, gadgets for kids to play with. Okay. And he will identify somebody who's at the mall with the child and he'll just, you know, walk past, you know, and be like, hi, baby. Uh-huh. And shows the kid the toy and he's exactly. engaging with the child. Yes. And, and when the child is hooked, then he says, tell mommy you want the toy. Right? Yes. And uh, ultimately... Um, that's a very interesting promotional strategy. The ethics of it, the rightness of it, we can question those. We can yes. question those. <laughs> but from a promotions perspective, yes, that child is probably going to throw a tantrum if that toy isn't bought. Exactly, and you're almost assured of the sale. Exactly, you know because I mean? now we have uh, a child who's hooked. Yes. So you have the aspect of, and that's another understanding that people need to get into. Mm-hmm. When you have your message. Mm-hmm. Who is it intended Who's for? It? Exactly, exactly. At, at the heart of it, the truth is, uh, kids' toys uh, need to be uh, advertised in such a way that it captures the buyer because mm-hmm. the children are not going to buy and mm-hmm. their chances are will not listen to that message mm-hmm. unless, like you, you the example you mm-hmm. gave where you've got a mm-hmm. one-to-one situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So that's the target audience, obviously, is the parents. Yes. But in the case where they are there, Yes. You now... You target it at the... If you can. Yeah. Like you said, and obviously going back to like the ethics, the right setting (laughs) and not, you know, a situation where you're now just being a creep following kids around. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. Yeah, Yeah. so we we have that aspect. But from a promotional perspective, Mm -hmm. uh, that works and they make the sale. Yes, he's he's on to something. And just like you said, it's not like they do it in isolation. Mm -hmm. They're doing it right in front of the parents. Of the parents, yes. Yes. Uh, I think another good example with with that is uh, look at... um, Baby products, yes, right? I think that's a good example of how advertising is done. It's for the baby, but the baby is not looking at those adverts. No, never. Right? Those adverts are targeted towards the parents, yes. right? It's evoking feelings of, you know, the care that you want to show to your child, yes. right? So when you look at Huggies adverts, when you look at adverts for Johnson & Johnson's, you know, you look at, you know, all of these different, producers of baby products. The advertising, the product is for children, but the advertising, the promotional strategy is directed at the buyer who is um, the parent. So ultimately, um, the point of bringing, uh, you know, these 
principles up is the the four P's, you know, form the main framework of your strategy as a marketer, right? You you understand who your audience is, you understand your product, you know, you understand what they what the consumer needs, and then you bring these two together uh, in different um, quantities, right? In with with different you know specific elements, and that you know will kind of form your marketing strategy. Yes. So Any obviously, last like, comments on that? Uh, even just like from that, obviously, uh, I know you're about to get into into this mm-hmm. with the number of things that we build up on mm-hmm. uh, promotional wise when we go into uh, content mm-hmm. uh, marketing as mm-hmm. a form of promotions as well. Mm-hmm. And this is why we go back to marketing being so dynamic. And yes. like like we've heard, uh, unfortunately, if you do not like change and learning, yeah. uh, marketing is not the right place for not you because for you. Yeah. you need to constantly be evolving with mm-hmm. everything that's happening in the environment. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, or in terms of user-generated user uh Content, content, yeah. Uh, we've got the, obviously our content marketing yes. and all those things that we obviously we get into and have uh, conversations around how this works under promotion and how it helps certain people get uh, a level of awareness yes. and uh, build brands for certain institutions. Yeah, maybe let's just go straight into that actually and just touch on, you know, talking about um, how promotional strategies have changed and how we're in the era of digital marketing. I mean, across the board, you know, the world is digitizing at a very, very fast pace. You know, technology is taking over so much of what we do and technology is taking over marketing at a very, very unprecedented unprecedented rate. Um, um, So much so that now, you know, marketing is almost marketing promotion is almost synonymous with social media marketing and um you know you have to uh, almost remind people that you know in in the zambian context for instance not everybody has the smartphone not everybody has access to these digital platforms um but digital marketing is you know really really changing the game any comments on that (laughs) well just just like you've said we're here to it's changing the game mm-hmm. and things are constantly being added on. Mm-hmm. And so you'll find that even uh, to the aspect of promotional strategies, you're thinking, how is AI contributing? Because mm. the other aspect of it now, we're also looking at what is what is the future of, of marketing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have our AR and VR. Mm-hmm. So we've got our augmented mm-hmm. reality yeah. and we also have virtual, virtual reality, reality yeah. so n- we're getting into the what are the future trends of of yeah. marketing as yeah. well just you know aside from the promotional aspect of mm-hmm. it so we look at it from the aspect of how are people creating experiences mm. for customers that yeah. take them out of their current reality yeah. and this is some of the things we're looking into then we've got uh ai right now which mm. came just like boom yeah Exactly, changed the game, changed the game yeah. completely, and now we have Microsoft, mm-hmm. uh, which is creating inbuilt AIs in their in the Microsoft suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the changes that are going on, and the people that they've hired and how they acquired um, ChatGPT. Yeah. So, th- so these are all things that uh, we are looking into. Which voice search mm. is is also Another about one. to be uh, yeah. a future trend for marketing mm-hmm. that people need to look out for yeah that's uh very important yeah you know we are 
<laughs> I think I should say this. Um, I you actually use ChatGPT quite a lot. Okay. But Mukwemba uses ChatGPT more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we were, we were joking about how, you know, you remember how when we were in university, um, we used to have these funny thank you notes. We'd say thank you to Google, thank you to Wikipedia. Yes. And we were just laughing about how, you know, the current generation of young people are going to be saying thank you to ChatGPT. Um, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, as a marketer, the perspective that you need to take is that these are tools Yes. Right. These are tools to make your work better. Right. Um, it, it's giving you information at your fingertips and information is gold for the marketer. Right. Yes. It's giving you, um, uh, like you said, we're in the era of data analytics, you know, big data and all of that. Information is gold, you know, uh, marketing research, you know, is a very, very big part of marketing and, you know, uh, data analytics and, you know, getting that information that way is a very, very important tool, you know, that can help, you know, build your perspective of what, you know, what consumers want. And really that's how Facebook is making their money, you know, through, you know, analytics and monitoring, you know, what are consumers wanting more to wanting to consume more on social media platforms. And, you know, that approach can be harnessed for the marketer to then understand, um, you know, what their consumers want, you know, how can they design their products, you know, to meet the needs of consumers. So social media, social media platforms, digital platforms, you know, AI, et cetera, et cetera. All of these are tools that can enhance your work, you know, and make you better as yes. a marketer. And now that you've mentioned like big data analytics, mm. uh, we need to get into that. Yes. Uh, not today. <laughs> yeah, Stay tuned no. for the episodes to come. Some future episodes. Some yes. future episodes. Yes. And we can talk about how, just like you mentioned, uh, like the metaverse is mm. using data analytics and also yeah. also talk going to like big companies such as Netflix. Yes. And how they're using uh, yeah. data analytics and mm. how it's working for them. For them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are, those are some interesting, some interesting, uh, um, uh, conversations to have and, uh, uh, some of the future conversations we'll have as well. Um, having touched on future trends, <laughs> yes. having touched on future trends, I think we can wrap up this conversation. Um, any last words? Yes. So obviously to, we're going to end with, cause the reason for especially this episode mm -hmm. is us talking about marketing and how dynamic it is. Mm -hmm. uh, we need people to understand that it is a highly valuable tool mm -hmm. uh, that helps us create brand awareness, mm -hmm. that helps us uh, send messages to our, communicate uh, a company's uh, values and build trust with, uh, with clients, with clients yes. And everything it, it does for us and enhancing lives as well. Yeah. And also getting to the aspect of in most times it's, it's in it for the long game. Yes. And what we need to know as the people who interact with marketing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely marketing is a long game. Um, and, you know, like we said at the beginning of the episode, um, it's about understanding your clients, right? It's, it's, it's customer centric. Marketing will always be about what does the client need, even if sometimes it means uh, knowing what they need before they need it. Yes. <laughs> oh, sometimes you you need to you make need people to, aware yeah, of, of the, what they need. Of the sleep, the needs are there. They are sleeping, exactly. But they are there. So yeah, it's really we want you to have an understanding of how a customer centric approach 
you know, will, will probably, you know, benefit you way more, you know, because ultimately uh, the value that the customer gives is what is going to drive your business forward. Um, yeah, good conversation. Good conversation as always. Uh, well, I'm happy we we get to do this and uh, get to speak on something we 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 love so much. Yeah. So we will have so much more mm-hmm. uh, coming. Uh, so we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, can't, can't wait to <laughs> discuss what we are discussing. It's like a secret. Just like tune in and yes, find out. <laughs> yes, and keep your finger on the marketing pulse. We hope that you have enjoyed today's episode just as much as we have. Till next time, remember to keep your finger on the marketing pulse. <laughs>